All right, guys, welcome to the Media Hijack Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters, and joining me is Chris Unholy Jesus. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Media Hijack, episode 141. Shit. Today's first topic, we're going to be talking about secret ancient mystery schools mm-hmm. all around the globe. Why are they ancient? Why are they secret? They've been doing this for a long time, from the beginning. Okay. And there's a reason why. And I know all the answers. Let's hear it, man. I know all the answers from the beginning. I know nothing about this topic, yeah. so I'm excited. And then I'm going to be talking about ISIS and the machine people. Oh, ISIS. I thought you were talking about the terrorist folks. No. ISIS, like the goddess queen. The real one. Well, not queen, but like the female goddess. Okay. That they uh, they worshipped in Egypt. Word. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I, I was thinking, too, I was like, all right, ISIS, are they talking about the terrorist group? Yeah. And I'm wondering how did the terrorist group end up with that name? Does it have any correlation yeah, with the Egyptian goddess? Her. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't look at it that deep because I was like, okay, this is unnecessary. <laughs> so this is why if, when I'm talking about ISIS, I'm talking about like a goddess queen. Yeah, yeah. Not the terrorists. Yeah. Because like um, the story I'm going to tell you guys, you just got to have a, like an open mind. Don't just close the book right away because this is the story that I'm getting is from a whole bunch of people that have like a, an experience with hypnosis. Okay. And they're able to recall like a past life. Okay. Whether you actually had a life here or you had a life elsewhere or you had a life as like a, a plant, a bird or a dolphin. So the hypnosis like kind of like takes down that wall of, yeah, like the, I guess a mental block, I guess. or She's like, I don't know what kind of gift she possessed, but she's able to get like these people regular old people you know out of nowhere to tell these really like uh complex detailed stories sounding like a sci-fi movie like imagine like a farmer lady telling you like this this detailed story about like her past life but mm. it sounds like a fucking sci-fi movie shit and it's so deep and you're like this is just a farmer speaking like this mm. so when they're under hypnosis she's able to get them like the subconscious to tell a story about one of their past lives and then they would tell them oh yeah i used to be so and so and blah 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 in egypt and then this is what happened and okay. there's so much detail i bet man unlocking the door for all that oh, man, yeah so, so interesting much. yeah that's, uh, the lady that does like all the hypnosis her name is dolores cannon yeah, yeah. she's an old lady too and if you're thinking about like her like you know like how she is and stuff if you actually read one of her books you would think the first thing that i thought of when i read one of her books was there's no way this lady can come up with all these like stories like they're so detailed and complex and it's almost like it makes you wonder like is it real and then you start thinking like and how is this lady coming up with this story because it's so detailed yeah it's like a professional sci-fi writer and people's like oh yeah you're just a sci-fi writer she was like yeah, that would be the easy way. Yeah, that's the easy answer. Yeah, to, to make up all these books. <laughs> but she actually, like, when she's doing these hypnosis, right, on these people, she has, like, a little recorder, and then she asks them questions, and then, you know, they answer back, and it's all recorded on, like, a tape recorder. Old school, not the... But they, uh, they, they basically, their true selves, I guess, come out? That's yeah, what and um, they she's been doing this for a long time. So all her books is, like, a collection from, like, past hip hip hypnosis um sessions that she she did maybe like even from like the 80s okay but you can correct me on that if you guys are fans of her but she's been doing it for a long time i just don't know how long but she has like good minute a bunch of tapes of people telling their story from all over basically the whole universe 
And it's incredible, man. Like, um, my sister Bob, she got me into it. And then I heard one story where, like, it vibrated with me so much to where I ended up reading six more books. <laughs> yeah, I completed, like, six other books of hers, like, within a few weeks because I was so, mm. like, intrigued. And I, you just wrapped up reading all of it now? Or? Yeah, she has, like, more books, maybe 15 or 20. Damn. But I was like, thank God. Because I was like, What's some more? Yeah, I was like, What's more knowledge? Let me know more. And then I came across a book called uh, Hidden Sacred Knowledge. Mm. And this is what I'm going to tell you guys about. Okay. So, like, the Hidden Sacred Knowledge is going to be talking about, like, the ancient mystery schools. And then, yeah, I'm going to tell you guys about all that. Cool, cool. So hungry, gonna, hungry for knowledge, man. It's going to be a, a respected, a fun show. Um, Chris, what's your topic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my topic is, uh, yeah, also, um, Remember a long time ago, you sent me like a picture of like the conspiracy iceberg shit, right? With all yeah, yeah, like, yeah. so I, I was hitting like a wall on ideas what to talk about on Sunday, and I was so I was like, uh, you know, I was like, let me, I have it saved on my phone. I was like, let me pull that bitch up and let me look for a topic on there. Let me get some ideas. And this was actually on there. Um, it's actually about the dancing plague of fifteen eighteen. Hmm. Never knew about this. Apparently, I even looked up a YouTube video, and several YouTube videos have like millions of views on it. I'm like, damn, I've just never heard of it. But it's about a plague uh, pretty much that broke out in 1518 France where people just started dancing in the street till their feet started bleeding. Damn. And nobody knew why. And to this day, they still don't know why. But, for, for a good time. And right? people died. People died in this whole thing. Like, the A stopped dancing. Your feet bleeding. Yes, people dancing till they died. <laughs> that that big toe came off. Like, <laughs> oh, there's my leg. You danced a bit too hard. Yes, I'm gonna talk about that craziness, and then uh, I got a couple of small news if we have time. But other than that, that's gonna be my main thing. I'm going on. All right, all right, okay, okay. Before we start, I want to talk about something like real quick. Okay. So you know, like the CIA, right? They released like a, it was like maybe like leaked documents about how like to control like the human psyche or whatever, or mm. like little tricks that humans can do or people people can do. Mm. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the CIA, right? They said like like the best way like for you to get like a good sleepness not night of, mm. of rest and shit they have like a little code for you can do what so like uh so the code is for you to get like a good night of sleep is that you take five deep breaths really deep breaths and then let them out five times and then after you get to the fifth time you count to 20 after okay. like you count to 20 this is when like you're about to go in deep sleep mode mm. and i did this right the first night i did this i did the five deep breaths i count to 20 and you know what's the crazy part about this whole shit that it made me freak out? Right. Because, you know, like one, after I did the deep breath, right? And then I started counting. You can hear your heartbeat. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because you can hear, if it's quiet, you can hear your heartbeat. Oh, you hear your whole body working, man. Like, yeah. Oh, shit so, moving around uh, your stomach. <laughs> yeah, you can hear everything. <laughs> so, like, um, I heard my heartbeat is like beating regular, like, dum, 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 dum. I was oh. like, okay, cool. Right after I hit 20, right? Mm. The shit was like, dump. Don't, I was like, I was like, no. It's going to the rest mode. I was like, it slowed my heart down that much. And so what is it like? How many deep breaths? Five. Five deep breaths. Five deep breaths. And then count to 20. Okay. And then that's when you try. And that's to help like sleeping? Just... Yeah. It'll help you like sleep. Holy shit. Yeah. I could... Yeah. But I I got freaked out because right after I said 20, mm. I couldn't hear my heartbeat no more. <laughs> like I heard like one one thump. I was like, <laughs> and then I freaked out because I was like, oh shit, maybe I'm about to die right now. I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like sleep, I, sleep. I panicked. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is it taking so long for my second heartbeat? Yeah. I was like, is it just me? I was like, is it in my head? I was like, 
Did the CIA? He said the CIA. Yeah, I was like CIA. Don't they played me? They trying to kill me. <laughs> they trying to take me out, man. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hold on, man. Why is my heart beating so slow? I was like, I can't wait to tell this in the podcast. Oh, Maybe did. like you guys can do it too. See what happens. Oh no, man. Yeah, I was scared for that. That's I did, scary. I did, I did like fall asleep like right after that, and then. Next thing you know, it was morning time, and I was like, "Oh, that was nice." Did you wake up like with a lot of energy, or just kind of like? Uh, yeah, you I, I felt like I I didn't wake up not one time during my whole sleep. Okay, so like it was cool. I was like, then the next night I got excited. I was like, "I'm gonna do it again." Did it work? Yeah, it, it worked. But like my heart didn't do that weird shit. Uh, I was like, "Okay, it's normal." I was like, "Cool." And then I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, "So t- now just took you out this time." Yeah, I'm getting in the like the the habit of doing it every night now. Okay, but it does help me. It's good, man. We all need some type of sleep aid, man, because I don't know what it is, man. It's like my brain and, I, and how my body functions. I can't sleep past six hours. So if I go to, if I go to bed at three in, in the morning, I'm up at nine. I can, well, me, personally, I can't sleep past nine o'clock at all. I don't I don't care what time I go to sleep. Um, Very strange. Yeah, my body, too, is like, nope, I know you're off, but nope, you're waking up. <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck sleeping in. You better find something to do. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the secret ancient mystery school and ISIS and the machine people. But first, like, I'm going to talk to you guys about, like, the beginning of how everything started. Okay. I'm pretty sure I talked about this, like, in many other episodes where I talk about how the earth and stuff was all created and shit. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she's getting all this information. Like I told you, the lady, Dolores Cannon, she does, like, um, like, a past life regression on people. And then they tell her stories about their past life. And sometimes she come across, like... People who are known as gods. Okay, so past life regression, they... Yeah, and alien just, entities. Oh, shit. Yeah, like some people, like a lot of the people that she does the past life is like beings from other other like planets, other realms and stuff, telling their story. And I was like, damn, how? How are her stories like that, like detailed and complex where they talk about how the aliens are like from other realms and then she talk about different races of aliens and stuff. So basically, like our soul isn't just like just confined to this planet. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's like our 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 soul, the data that's within our soul, with our all our past lives, it all stretch out throughout the whole universe, not just confined to Earth. So they would have the our true selves would have the knowledge of anything previous before this now. Right. But us, we're like well, I don't know. Right, like we here. This is not like our final form, but we all were other things way before, like even we even became like a human body, like. Okay. For example, we could we could have been a fish, we could have been like a bird, because I remember like I took an acid trip. That sounds crazy, but I took an acid trip one time, right? And I remember I was in the water breathing. Mm. I was like, in my head, I panicked because I was like, hey, I can't swim. I don't know how to swim. So I said that out loud. I was like, hey, I can't swim. Why am I in the water? But then I was like, wait, I can breathe underwater. <laughs> and then I swam so fast all the way to the bottom. I was like, oh and shit, you were a fish. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I was a fish because uh, I was like, damn, I'm swimming fast as fuck. And then I went all the way to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. And then boom, next next movie, I was in Atlantis. Oh, and that's how it started. Shit. Yeah. <clears throat> that was, um, this is a show. Uh, it's, not, it's not on air anymore, but it's called like Supernatural. One of the main characters of the show, uh, I think, what was it? His soul got sent to hell. Like one of the main characters, his soul got sent to hell. And when then the other his brother was able to save his soul and get him out of hell, or I can't remember how he got out of hell, but basically like his soul got out of hell and got back to his original body. They had to like this angel had to like put up like these mental blocks in his mind because he he would be like he would be he had been down there for like a year, but in hell's time, that's like a century. 
So when he went back to his body, this angel had to do like some kind of like um, Enochian type of spell on him mm-hmm. to like set up these mental blocks. Like these call them like walls, and the walls would prevent him from rem- remembering anything that happened because your soul, his soul remembers it, but once he got put back in his body and everything, and he got re- kind of like reset. He's not gonna remember anything. Only yeah. if you got the walls up. But once the walls get torn down, he starts remembering everything that he got because he got tortured for like a, a century Damn. in hell, and that's why they had put up all these walls and stuff. Crazy show, man. But that's what I was thinking of just now of maybe like these walls get put into place because imagine if we all had knowledge of what we were throughout past lives. That would drive us insane. Like, how would you be able to move forward in your life when you like, man, I used to be like a prince or a king or yeah. something somewhere else and. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm working a nine to five. Like, how am I supposed to? You know? Dude, I did have a moment like that, man, where mm-hmm. like I actually saw myself being uh, buried in a pyramid, mm-hmm. but on like one of the top chambers. I was, but the crazy part about that experience, I was buried alive and I fucking freaked out. I was like claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. How, you, how do you say that? Claustrophobic. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, I felt like I couldn't move and stuff. I was like, damn, why are they bury me alive like that? You know? But then I was wondering, like, what was, like, my past life, like, in Egypt? I was like, what was my, uh, you know, my role or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I felt like I played, like, a powerful role. And that's when that shit hit me when I was at work. I was like, oh, why are they? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I stuck doing this <laughs> menial labor, man? Yeah, I went into that mode. I was like, like, do they know who I am? It's like one of those. I was once a king, man. Was yeah, I was like, <laughs> they know they can do this? <laughs> It was one of those weird moments. I was like, man, snap snap out of that. It's like, come back to reality. Yeah, man. Because whatever happened in the past, who knows? Yeah. Who that's knows? A, that was the past. This is right now. <laughs> All right. So the beginning of the origins, the beginning origins of the story of Earth. All right. So um, the idea of how it all started was like extraterrestrial beings played a role in developing the life on Earth, as well as like, um, like a lot of like interesting concepts I'm about to tell you guys about. Like, so the E.T. beings, the real story, well, the story, the real story, compared, um, according to this book, they said that the E.T.s came down and they manipulated the DNA mm-hmm. of apes to create the human species. This oh, is right, where right, the, right, right. this is where the missing link comes in mm-hmm. to where we would never find the missing link because of what happened here where they took like the DNA of the apes that's already currently here on this earth and they manipulated to make our species. It basically just interfered in a... The evolution of this planet already. Yeah, they and, added their mix to it and be like, "All right, um, let's modify that shit." This is why we cannot find the missing link to where when humans made that evolution from they say apes or whatever to where we are now. They're like, we don't know what happened. It, it, I mean, it, it, it would make sense if they would choose apes too, because they got thumbs. Thumbs mean a lot, man. Like thumbs make this shit happen. They can pick up blocks. Shoot a gun. You can hold open up doors. Like it's a it's a more of an advantage than people realize. And I can see why like maybe they had the option of yeah, we could use fish, we could use a bird. Thumbs. <laughs> you can build shit. You can't nobody can build shit. And they can mine gold. Yeah, go mine gold. You can't do a fish can't do it. Mm-hmm. A bird can't do and it. And they can use um, touchscreen devices. I do a lot of stuff, man, with your magic fingers. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like, as Earth began to develop intelligence, because they did came down here to, you know, modify the DNA of apes. Like, the humans came, and then after they started getting a lot smarter, uh, you know, because after they modified the DNA, the ETs like they bounced, they went back to the planet, and then they came back to see the progression. Mm. Like, okay, like okay, they're getting smarter. Like, oh, all right, they're they learn how to make weapons to hunt and stuff. Like, all right, let's 
let's let's start living among them. So the gods, what they in quotations, because this is where all the legends come from. Um, the gods came down to live among like uh, the savages and the the primate people, and they started teaching them. This is just like that movie Immortal. That's what's called Immortal, Immortal, Immortal. The that Marvel was... movie. Oh, the Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, my bad. Underrated movie, man. People hate on that movie. I actually really yeah. liked it. So this story is similar to Eternals, but this story came way before yeah, Eternals yeah, even came sure. out. Like I got the story. Like the story in the book is, is written way before the, even Eternals that movie came might out. be inspired by this. You know. Just yeah, like I was you. thinking the same thing. I was like, maybe like the the writers of like Eternals, like they knew something about how how humans develop in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very similar. So like um. So like the gods, they came down and helped them with art, like like with the plants, agriculture. How you say? There you go. Agriculture. <laughs> yeah, like they taught them all that stuff, how to grow, like what season to grow, when to do all the stuff, like you know, like the basic uh, surviving techniques. And then from there, they still live among them. And then from there, like humanity end up creating like civilizations. Yeah. Like okay, okay, like these humans, they're they're getting a hang of it. And then then you know, like. They live for the reason why they call them gods is because like these these ETs they live way longer than like a regular human being. Mm-hmm. Like they they don't they don't just die. Like they live for like hundreds and hundreds hundreds of years to where they're like yeah they gotta be god because they don't die. Yeah, you know this is where the legends of gods come from. Mm. And then these people they would just for like uh, the longevity of their life. Uh, right, they were right like depictions of like okay this is god and god of so and so. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at them like in like history and stuff, they would describe these gods with like these abilities and stuff. They're able to do this, that. They're like, oh, okay, like there was like gods that lived like among humans, according to like these old mm-hmm. stories. And then you wonder, were these people just making up stuff coming out of their ass? Talking about these these beings that come from the sky, they came down and gave them all this knowledge and stuff. I think more people. I think people were more truthful back then than they are now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because like nowadays, you got the internet and shit. People want to lie and flex all the time. Back then, it's like there ain't no paparazzi and shit. Like who yeah. you? What, what type of what you gain like, out of this? Yeah, because they have nothing to prove it with nobody. Because like nobody's gonna see this. Nobody's gonna sponsor you. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't even know how to lie. Because you know, in the beginning, it's like I'm being honest. Lie like what? 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 I'm just telling you what I saw. Yeah, basically, they're just telling people like what they saw, like what happened, and how civilization started being created and stuff. Yeah. So like during like that whole time, they started like giving the knowledge to like certain individuals where they felt like they can hold like this type of knowledge but keep it like a secret. Mm. This is where we're gonna get into like the secret mystery schools, because like, cause they the gods or whatever the ETs right, they know they're not gonna be there like for the whole time. So they wanted to give like sacred knowledge to just a few people. So they started picking like people to where they think like, all right, um, so and so, this guy is doing pretty good. Like I think he he's able to understand like this knowledge mm-hmm. and know like how how powerful the knowledge is, and then they can start keeping it a secret so they can carry it on for like generations. So and so they they basically just picking out people who they trust could yeah. carry the knowledge because they ain't gonna be everybody. Everybody's not gonna be built for this, you know. Mm-hmm. So you gotta pick out a select few, I guess, out of the millions and millions and billions. The millions and millions of people, yeah, mm-hmm. they would pick like a selected few that they know that they can hold this knowledge mm-hmm. and keep it a secret. This is where, um, I guess they call them like initiates. Mm. Like they're the people, okay. they're kind of like the gatekeeper of knowledge. Like they understand a lot more than like the normal person. 
That's why, like, when shit hit the fan, they go to them for answers because they know more for some reason. Yeah. But the reason why they know more is because they were given that knowledge from something that was more higher than them, which is, like, the ETs, the one that planted us here. Mm-hmm. They're the one that gift them with that knowledge for a reason, too, because they want this civilization to, like, flourish for, um, I think, reasons for, like, because it's kind of like their their own project, kind of like, we're kind of like a project. Right, right. Like, from the beginning, you know, after, like, the plants and the humans and dinosaurs and stuff, all that shit happened, like, when we came to the picture, it was supposed to be perfect. Like, Earth was supposed to be, like, the perfect planet mm-hmm. where nobody gets sick. But then, like, what happened was what they said, a meteorite came down and pretty much... Infected everything? Yeah, with all, like, um, diseases and stuff. So the planet was, like, infected with diseases. Space germs and shit. Yeah, then, like, uh, the people were like... Well, the ET was like, damn, that ruined our little shit. Like, you guys little wanna, project, yeah. It's like, you guys want to start over, blow it up? They're like, no, man. We did all that work, all these centuries, thousands of years, whatever. They came to the point now they can create civilizations and cuss you out and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cuss you out, act like assholes. They're too far along now. Yeah, so, like, um, so when they gave the knowledge to, like, certain people, right, uh, like the, the monks and stuff, they started isolating themselves like in temples, like forming the secret mystery school where they learn like various like practices and techniques that they were taught, but they kept it all secret. Cause it's like, they can like manipulate harness like energy and you know, do things that a normal human cannot do. Mm-hmm. Let me give you one wild example. Like they can actually levitate and stuff mm-hmm. and levitate objects without doing anything. Okay. But they know how to harness and, and control like power. It's almost it's like, like they, it's like stage one of like their right. It's like they're able to tap into like an energy where the normal people at the time have no idea. It just looked like magic. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, "Okay, these guys are definitely special. We got to keep this place sacred, like the temple sacred. Let them do their meditation. Nobody bothered them, mm. and then they isolate like in the temples. Because I I always wondered, like. Do the people, like the monks and stuff, still till this day, like in those Tibetan monks, where they meditate in in temples and caves, like all day, I'm thinking, like, do they really know, like, the meaning of this whole universe for them to sacrifice their whole life instead of living their life? They're in, like, the temple just meditating the whole time. Like, what, to me, I always thought, like, what are they looking for? Yeah, it's got to be knowledge beyond here. It's got to Yeah, be. like even if they like acquire like this knowledge in my head I'm always asking why are they in the temples 24/7 from the day they're born to like the day they die they do the same thing every day mm. and all they're doing they're in the temple meditating the whole time. And I always wonder like why like don't they know like there's like a life to live? Yeah, there's a whole other existence here but maybe they found something some there's probably more value outside of this reality yeah. than but then this is like me at you know my time of being like ignorant i didn't understand it i i'm thinking like why why would they do that they're missing out on like fucking iphone 5 just came out they're missing out uh, <laughs> they're missing like pornhub <laughs> yeah they're, they're missing all the good stuff man but then like when you get in deeper within that it's almost like um like these people that are doing like the meditations and stuff like they were they're it's like they're they're keeping like some sacred um like knowledge where they pass down the generations and they keep carrying on that same knowledge and they pass it out to pass it down to certain individuals where they keep the knowledge like mm. like intact because I think 
the the Ben monks, right? I think they they knew something. They knew some knowledge that was so powerful to where it can actually like really do change the world if if it were to able to get out to like certain people's hands. Mm. So they kept it like uh, safe. Okay. So like the whole world knew about this. They knew like uh, all right. So if the ETs were given these sacred knowledge to like these monks and stuff, and the monks are protecting it, like even with their life, because the temple has been attacked many times by outsiders who want to come in and then take that knowledge from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because whatever they the information they had on scrolls and stuff, all written, all in scrolls, like a normal person wouldn't even be able to understand that. Because a lot of this stuff is like... Man, it's so ancient. We don't know. Yeah, it's man. like a, it's taught to them, but the reason why it's taught to them because they, they feel like their brain, their brain capacity can understand that type of knowledge. Okay. That's why there's certain monks were able to keep this a secret then when they pass they all they pick their successor and then he holds that knowledge and then it keeps continuing on all the way till now Hmm. all the way to like to the present day yeah and then i was looking up like the ben monks and stuff and they're saying like there's this new dalai lama kid born like from china they said his like the reincarnation oh yeah that's right yeah they just got a new one yeah so they say they yeah, said, they said he's the one, the golden child. Yeah, that's like, they usually get their like, new massages every now and again. Yeah, then I wondered how they even, like, what kind of test that they did to even determine that this was the the real, exact reincarnation of... Yeah, how do they pick these kids? Yeah, this is, they, it's not a test. It's got to be... They got, I'm assuming they got to search for the kid. Yeah, I, I, I kind of remember what they did now. Like, what they did was, like, when they had, like, an idea of who they think it was or who it is... They would go to that child's house, right? Randomly, like one day. It's like a random drug test. It's, it's like that. Because the kid don't even know it. The family don't know it. Yeah, because, they don't know. Because yeah, yeah. they're doing like a test like none of them even saw coming. And then they give them like certain objects and stuff that the the previous successor like was into or whatever. Like, you know, like for oh, the test to see like, hey, like you still the same person. Yeah, because like the, the yeah. soul will remember. Yeah, yeah. The kid yeah. may not. So it's like, look, yeah. we'll, we'll do a test. We'll run a test. You're, you're not going to know what, but your soul's going to figure it out. And Yeah. Okay, I can see that, yeah. And then, like, um, see, at first, like, the people that picked them, they, they get all these, uh, it's like all the signs point to this kid. So they go there just to make sure. And then they have, they did all the tests, and they're like, yeah. We got to recruit your kid. All right, it's like 100%. Like, th- this kid life changed overnight. Yeah. So, hey, ma'am, ma'am, sir, your son is a mutant, and we're going to take him to Xavier's school. Like, yeah, we got to take him now. Um... Peace out, like you'll never see him again. Yeah, his life Sorry. will never his life will never be the same. He's the chosen one. He didn't choose this. <laughs> Guardian of Earth and knowledge. Rojam says, uh, the search for Nirvana, but is their Nirvana the same as everyone else's? For real, man. I think it's different. Like uh whatever yeah. they're doing, like the real legit ones, the monks that's not playing around, the one that's out there like in the caves and stuff out there like dedicated. For, i don't know how long how many years and stuff like there's like a an example of like this one monk right who i think something happened to where he regretted something so bad to where he stayed in the cave for the rest of his life right and then he mastered some technique like with his palm like like going against a stone mm. to where you can actually see imprints of a of a hands all over the like the, the mountain like Yo. the caves like i had like his hands this literally like, like pressed like, into the like indented you know you know what this reminds me of remember in kung fu hustle yeah it's like that when he was inside the little traffic light shit thing yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, 
so doing all the palm strikes yeah, it, it's like that that's what i thought of just now oh. if you were to go to his cave you see indented handprints another movie was like about leaning and like, his shadow too because he meditated at the one spot so long his shadow like got stuck on the cave shit yeah it's a very sacred spot I, I remember Kung Fu Huffer was like heavily influenced by like I think Buddhism I think or something it's yeah the five the, yeah yeah palm of death or whatever oh that's crazy yeah they got the story from that it's like it's like it's like bending reality because you can't be man it's almost like oh man it's like some Matrix level shit because it's like okay that's a wall and your brain is like it's like it's like see, a, a cave yeah you're like, like an, an old ass cave you're in a cave right and in the regular normal human mind I can say normal but like the the typical human mind would be thinking, hey, I see this wall. My fragile body can't break this. But if you can like meditate long enough, it's like it's almost like you're willing, like you're controlling I don't know, it's like controlling reality on some kind of way of uh mm-hmm. of uh you're bending you're breaking you're bending the laws of it now. Is uh Yeah, basically like uh breaking the laws of this reality. reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the laws don't even apply no more. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're completely like bending on, a spoon type Yeah, shit, just like know? bending a spoon. Because all right, it's like hey, that's not supposed to happen. But like, all right, so what if if you have like power, like in the other realities, you could do whatever you want. This reality, bring it over here. So like that dude was able to put handprints like in the caves. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a famous spot. People go there to take pictures. They I feel their, like I've heard of it. Yeah, they put their hands like on the on the cave. I was like, damn, that shit's lit. Damn, we got some big ass hands. <laughs> fucking big ass handprint. Yeah, it reminds me of like this other story of like this Indian guy. I, I think he's like a like a monk too. Um, what's special about him? He doesn't like put his arm down, so he walks around like life, like with his arm up the whole time. High five. <laughs> yeah, where nails are growing. Like he, even when he goes to the airport, he never puts his arm down. Why? So his arm it looks all like deformed. It's because like it's something like um to where like I guess if you believe in something like so much, like you're able to sacrifice like. A part of yourself like yeah part of yourself to where i don't understand it fully but like him he just doesn't put his arm down so his hand his arm That's is crazy. like this like in an airplane dude M- imagine delta right <laughs> like, what is wrong with this man so, hey put your hand down i was like you better no. blow this bitch up. Like, no, I made a I made a contract with myself that I'll never put my arm down again. Like, you can look it up. Like this dude. Yeah, I was about to look it up right now. What does he do? It's like <laughs> up in the airport with his with his arm up the whole time. Says for thirty eight years. Is that the dude? So his arm been up for thirty eight years. Oh I know it's my been many God, years. his arm is so frail. Well, what's his name? So we could tell people. Um, you see this shit? Yeah, yeah, there? it's that dude. Ah, uh, says me, man. Um, uh, uh, Barati. 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 Barati decided to raise his right hand in the air. And this has not loaded ever since. Oh my God. For all you listeners, you guys should look this up. Just type in <coughs> man with hair. Uh, yeah, hair. Man with hand in air for 38 years. Mm. That's crazy. His arm is so light. You can see you can tell the difference too between arms, man. Like his his, his, his like click on that shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's like real. Dude. Like um I've been following Power this to the dude. people. Yeah, this dude <laughs> named like the, um, Dakota. Like he has like a channel where he goes around like India and all these like sacred places where he try to learn more about the spiritual world. And then he came across this guy. And then he actually was chilling with this dude with the arm the whole time. Never put it down. I was like, damn, you get to chill oh, with this look guy. Look at his hands, man. His his nails are like look like nails, like an actual nail that you hammer. Yeah, it's dude. Oh, look, he hitting the pipe too. <laughs> Damn, chill. Yeah, he can still hit a pipe. 
Damn. He answered all the questions. Oh, you can tell his shoulders get out of place too. Oh man, he is devo- It's all about devotion, man. That's just- what's the square root of one thirty six? The dude is already there. So this is how he started. With, this is how this is how he, So I saw a picture right here. One year, then forty nine years later. Like, mm, crazy. Real devotion, man. That is real dedication. All right, I'm gonna take a leak real quick, then come back and finish this story up. All right, and we're back. All right, so like you know how like I told you guys how like these temples all around the world they they've been holding like sacred knowledge for over centuries, passing down each generation, and they would pick like successors to hold the knowledge and then protect it. This is why like like in Tibet, like they're being guarded by people with like AK-47s, assault rifles. Yeah, they be uh, geared up. Yeah, yeah the place yeah, like yeah. it's it's guarded. Like not because it's, they're, they're protecting like the monks. There's like a lot of sacred knowledge that. Not anybody can just have. And I agree. They need to keep the blicky on them because especially the way this world is, there's always people out there trying to explore, try to figure out immortality or something mystical and they want to run up in your land and then try to take all your shit. Keep the guns on you, man. Yeah, and um, the whole world knew about this. They knew about the sacred temples. That's why like world leaders and stuff, they would send people out to these remote locations like Nepal where Tibet is at and stuff mm-hmm. and they would try to infiltrate the place and then you know gain the knowledge because they're like alright if, if they have like this type of knowledge like we need to go there and get it we gotta manhandle it go in there and take the knowledge from them and I think I think that might have happened but I think it wasn't as violent but I think before when they went through that interaction it was violent where the monks they had to sacrifice their own self from giving up that knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I think till today, I think it came to the point where like they were backed up against the wall to where they were forcefully giving up the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not the same no more. If you think about like how the world and everything is running right now, it's different. It's yeah. definitely not the same. And you can tell like No, this is a, we're talking about from like then and now, yeah. It's- yeah, because like look at like all our technology, like from now in the last, let's just say the last sixty years, yeah, it's no, like an explosion. Yeah, and it's like we shifted from like a spiritual world to now to like relying on man-made technology now. Yeah, relying on like stuff to auto-correct what you're about to say. Yeah, and we're forgetting about like our true self. I'm forgetting how to spell because auto-correct. <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't we we're losing <laughs> like touch like with our own self like through technology. It's almost like we're giving up that. Like we're giving up our true identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like because technology is taking over for for your own thinking. Right, right. I think this is why like the new generation is having a problem with that because they were born into technology to where the technology is doing all the thinking for them. And this is where they lose like their identity because they, they don't have their own opinion no more. They're waiting for somebody to tell them what to think. How to think and feel and Yeah, like, oh, you should feel this way because ten million people liked it and they said it's like this way. And then once you get yeah. older, that's when you got to take it upon yourself to, like, kind of navigate through what's right, what's wrong. Yeah, I think that's going to be, like, the hard part about, like, with the new generation growing up. It's going to be hard for them to distinguish, like, with their true feelings from what uh, the media is spilling out for you. I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of ways with that. Our generation went through, too. I mean, we're all hitting that point, you know, mid-30s now, going into, like, into our 40s and whatnot. And, and we're starting to find ourselves a little bit more, but it's starting to have a lot more opinions. Some of us are, but... Um, 
Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think a lot of times, too, way too many people just throughout time always look for validation from the public on how they think it should feel instead of, you know, walking their own path. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a dangerous <clears throat> line when you're looking for validation all the time. Or, you know, it's... Yeah, social media is dangerous. Hella dangerous. Like, for the psyche. I was watching something the other day where somebody was saying that uh, my kids are, like, 15, 16, and no, they're not on social media. I was like, Bro, I'm like, my kids ain't going to never get on social media. And I'm going to check their phones every month, too, to see if they got a damn account. Mm. I'm on it. Because like, this is too... Social media is too much even for an adult. You expect the teenager to just be able to just navigate their way through life. And, and then you find out they're like they're like running their whole business, like <laughs> using the shit. neighbor's Wi-Fi because they're able to crack it. Got a whole got a whole system going on. Selling drugs from so, the bedroom. Like, <laughs> God damn it, you... You're running like a drug empire. Silk Road is back? What the hell? I thought that shit was dead. It's called Road Silk. <laughs> Road Silk. <laughs> <laughs> like they watched the whole documentary. Like, fuck this. We bringing this shit back. Just flip the name around. All right. So, like, uh, you know how I was saying, like, the knowledge was kept, like, secret. So, like, these mystery schools, like, when you think of, like, secret school like that, like, knowledge like that doesn't get kept secret forever. Nah, man. It's going to, you know, the... Someone's going to come in and be like, man, fuck your magic secret. We're going to take all that shit. I'm telling the world. So, like, in our current age now, from the hypnosis, people that went through the hypnosis, all the secrets are all available for anybody to learn about now. Right. You can actually buy books on Amazon to learn about secrets that was in, like, this temple. Mm. It's all written out in books because they got all the secrets. They wrote it out in books, and then they fucking they said I'm going to give the world all the secrets now. Somebody spill the beans, man. Yeah, this is why, like, you start seeing, I will say, like, the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, you see, like, people, they come across, like, knowledge to where you're thinking, like, they're writing books, right? I'm, and you're thinking, where did they come across all this knowledge? Because yeah. it sounds like a lot of stuff that a normal person don't just don't pick up on this type of knowledge. Maybe communication from the other side or something or something. Yeah, you would think like, all right, did, did they get possessed and they, they were able to get in contact yeah. with something? Because like a normal human couldn't be able to write like stuff like this because it's too complex. Yeah. Let me give you an example of one of the stuff that they got like from these temples. And I think you all heard of it now. Like you ever heard of sacred geometry? That sounds familiar. I think, did we talk about it before too? Yeah, sacred geometry is one of the secrets that's been kept hidden for a long time. Mm-hmm. And this sacred geometry is probably one of like the most important things. Like as far as like, even like with scientists, like they use like the stuff that they learn with sacred geometry in their experiments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even Tesla, Tesla was saying, "Hey, if you guys want to learn like you know, like um about the universe, it's like get into like frequencies and like vibrations and all stuff." Right. And sacred geometry, they talked about all that shit, dude. Like, at a level to where, if you're looking at it, it's almost like a, I don't know, written by, like, the most advanced, like, computer. Because the knowledge from, like, sacred geometry is so, I, I can't give you, like, example, but it's so detailed and complex to where I, I couldn't understand it. That's mm. why I think, like, certain people, they were chosen, like, disciples or whatever, yeah, initiates, yeah. they were chosen because they can understand, uh, you know, the Did knowledge that's given to them. Yeah, what a normal... Yeah, where a normal human would be like... I, Man, shit, I can't I pass. Know, like, I can't pass regular geometry. Shit, you show me octagon. <laughs> I had to take Miss Oswebu's class. What are you talking about? I don't mm. know regular. I don't know this geometry shit. Yeah, so like sacred geometry, like um, like the shapes and proportion of is often found like in natural patterns, such as like a um, like a snowflake 
or like uh, a seashell. You know how we talk the, about the golden like the ratio? dimensions of it, I guess. The dimensions of it, like a snowflake or a seashell. Yeah, like the like you you remember we talked about the golden ratio, mm-hmm. the Fibonacci yeah, yeah, yeah. sequence, the perfect uh, yeah with the, the perfect design. shape. Yeah, yeah. You know where you can actually find it in all of nature, like a seashell, a snowflake, or or somebody who has a perfect face. You can tell like their face is perfect just because, the dimensions of it and yeah it's all like it fits into the golden ratio like proportioned perfectly yes yeah so like the golden ratio basically came out from like sacred geometry and then this sacred geometry is is even being used by like cultures like like ancient egypt time like they knew about sacred geometry um it was passed down like from these guys and then it passed down to like the egyptians to like the people in temples so they try to keep the knowledge like safe because yeah, it's right. like the I guess the knowledge of like the whole universe basically and how to harness like this power mm. and sacred geometry was one of those things where they're like all right like uh, if we know how to decipher all these information from this we can we can build a pyramid right did you ever see like a couple of years ago um what's her name? i can't remember fuck this model's name i can't remember her name but she was a model, and I remember seeing this on, like, I think it was, like, on CNN or something. I read an article about it. But this is around the same time we first talked about the golden ratio. So this is, like, a couple years back. Um, I was reading an article about basically CNN saying, like, oh, yeah, so the golden ratio. They gave it to some white lady model, or like, like the golden ratio of, like, she's got the perfect face design or whatever. And I was like, that's bullshit. I didn't really buy into it. But, but I was like, damn, this kind of, it, it kind of, like, I was surprised to see it because it like dipped his toes in like mainstream fucking news. I was really shocked, but that he was even talking about the golden ratio about a person's face, but it was like a white lady, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know if they. Me personally, I think it's an agenda behind why they said that, but it was interesting now to hear them talk about like golden ratio in the news. I was like, what? No, it could be anybody's face. It's like the, the proportion just has to match up. Yeah, with like each other, sinks it? up, yeah. And they yeah. trying to make it seem like she was, like, the perfect human. I was like, what? No. That's probably, like, an example. Yeah, that, nothing Yeah, because you can take anything. Yeah. Like, you could take, like, Shrek's face, right? And then you put it with the, the background with the golden ratio, and then you put it within the golden ratio, like, you, you can find it. The measurements the, and shit. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, shit, Shrek ain't ugly no more. Yeah, because, you know, you see some people, like, their eyes are too far apart sometimes. It's like, oh, go to Yeah, the nose is off or something. Something's yeah. off. My, like you can tell that's my, why I have some off shit so I know yeah us humans like we're so advanced like we can actually look at somebody you could tell naturally like something's off mm-hmm. you know like you look at somebody that did plastic surgery you didn't know they do plastic surgery mm. but you look at them and you'd be like damn something's off you had some work <laughs> like she's hot but something's off you got these, uh, I don't know, you got no wrinkles on your forehead <laughs> like, oh uh, double eyelid <laughs> nose job <laughs> I was about to say reptilian but yeah <laughs> Yeah, like you can tell, we can tell naturally. Like, ah, oh, yeah, you look at the face, like, ah, oh, yeah, that's off. Mm, yeah, oh, you're born like that. Yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> the genes, huh? The genes. Uh-huh. The genes. It's too strong. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna get into this lady. Uh, she's named Terry. This is one of the ladies that Dolores Canyon she put under hypnosis. This lady Terry, she's she lived on a ranch in Texas. She bred animals. She went to uh, Dolores Cannon because she was having problems with her life. She's like, I don't understand life no more. Mm. Like, what is my true purpose? So I they would come it. to this lady and be like, hey, what's my true purpose? All right, all right, I'm put you on a hypnosis. We're going to see what your subconscious tells you. Mm. So Dolores Cannon, she put her like in a, in a trance, right? So like she's, uh, so then once she's in a trance, she's coming off like a cloud. She's describing everything. She's like, all right, I'm coming off a cloud, like, all right, I'm looking at like this lady who has like black hair with bangs and stuff with like a gold 
bracelet wrapped around her arm. Mm-hmm. And then she sees like a temple with columns. She's like, hey, like, where am I? You know, because this lady is a Texas lady, by the way. I don't think she know anything about like Egyptian culture or anything. No, probably just probably just damn college football and yeah. And then she started talking. Like according to Terry, the lady, she's like, uh, she said, "Oh, like this woman, she's like an acolyte." Mm. You know what an acolyte is? Uh, I'm trying to think. Of acolyte, like uh, just a servant of something, uh, something right, greater, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So an acolyte is basically like a person who assists people, like in like religious like ceremonies and rituals. Oh, okay. They're like the helpers. Mm, okay. So like she saw herself like as an acolyte for like like a goddess, which is the goddess Isis. Oh. And she's saying all this from her own mouth. If you think about it, the normal person don't even know what the Isis god. Is she from Texas too? The first thing she would say, like the terrorist. That'd be the first thing she from Texas, that'd be the f- straight up. <laughs> to be right, the first, right, right. The brown people. That'd uh-huh. be so she she might be on. Like uh she said she's an acolyte. She she's helping out like you know the isis goddess she, she said that she studied like the stars and the planets that was associated with the, the figure isis in ancient egypt hmm. like who was isis she's like the goddess of ancient egypt uh, she was a goddess of motherhood fertility nature magic and wisdom mm-hmm. she's believed to be the protector of the dead and the goddess of the afterlife mm-hmm. she was often depicted with the crow's horn and a solar disc on her head and like Egyptian pantheons. Mm-hmm. So like her, like her goddess figure, she was, she was worshipped all the way even out throughout Greece and Rome. This is like an Egyptian god. Yeah, okay. So she was jumping across borders. Yeah, I got a picture like Let's go. of her. Like in Egypt, she's like depicted like this. Okay, look at them wings. And I told AI, I was like, hey, queen. hey, let me see an ISIS god. Like, might look like this. Oh, what's she kind of hot? What? Yeah, so like she sometimes she's like she has wings and stuff like this. Okay. But yeah, like uh so Dolores was asking her Wow. We lost all that recording. <laughs> we lost we, all that recording. Fuck. Oh right shit. <laughs> what do we do? I don't know. So do we? Run, oh man! I don't know where I even started at. What a bad, what a bad luck day, man! <laughs> it's one of them days, man. Like I took a leak. I'm in the restroom. I'm like, calm down. <laughs> Something about to fucking snap. <laughs> I was like, calm down, dude. And we usually look up there too. I don't know what the fuck. I usually look up there too. I was looking in the sky. I was like, come on, man. Like, wasn't I like I was relaxed? I was like, I was like, I'm checking this time. Wasn't I like relaxed when I came home? I was relaxed. I was like, okay, okay, everything's gonna fix itself. <laughs> and then this shit happens. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> what the fuck? Roll jams like telling too many truth. <laughs> Dropping too many truth bombs and shit. Yo, thanks for letting us know, bro. Because if we would have went through this whole episode like this, I mean, this is bad. That was bad, but it could have been fucking worse, I guess. Yeah, that's what I gotta tell myself sometimes <clears throat> so I don't scream. All right, and we're back. All right, so like the last twenty minutes was probably in the trash now because it was never recorded. Our audio was completely shut off. Damn it! And we lost all that. And I don't know. I'm just gonna pick a random spot and then I'm gonna start. Let's go, so man. The podcast sounds off. 
Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I thought I say start with ISIS. That's the main thing I remember. Is that what? Is it before then? We're gonna start with the, I guess the the bend, the, the bend monks in the temple. Yes, there you go. Let's go. All right. So like, you know how like the the gods or the ETs they gave this knowledge down to like the monks and the people in the temples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they. They end up becoming like priests and priestesses, so then they started specializing like various abilities, and then these were the people who were chosen to be taught like this certain type of sacred knowledge. Okay, like the chosen one. So it was passing down through generations over centuries, where they're able to keep like this knowledge like a secret because the world doesn't need to know about this stuff, but it's still important like for the future. Yeah, for a select few. So, because mm-hmm. somebody got passing on. I mean, yeah, because we can't be having like everybody levitating and shit. Yeah, because no, no, no. people gonna be doing stupid shit and abusing it and right, like Earth be like the class be too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. you come in the class with like a cheat code. Yeah, that's not how you pass. When you cheat, you never learn. You may win, but you never learn when you cheat. Right. That's why you hope, like the doctors in the future, they didn't cheat on their exams. Oh God, man! <laughs> you hope they did study. And they know how to treat you right. Little side story. There was a this happened last year where um did you hear I doubt, this happened like last year where they found out there's like uh, a lot of these uh nurses got pushed to this one school um and, and it, because the tests were like they were like just giving like tests and because they didn't want to grade the nurses, they just passed all the nurses. Damn. And there's like hundreds of them and they're out right now in the medical field <clears throat> who aren't trained nurses. It's horrifying right now, man. They, they try to keep that shit a secret, but is this yeah. why, like the nurses, they're they're being caught doing TikTok dances? And you know what? That was, that was, I swear to you, I was thinking the same thing when I was talking to them. I'm like, was it because of? What if they were the ones that kind of? Because that that story came out at the same time when them, the TikTok nurses were complaining about patients and stuff. That was around that same exact time. It was like, yeah, you know, a lot of them got pushed through and never actually tested. They was just like in a rush because I think it might have been like um, a lot of nurses that quit doing COVID. And just like, I'm done. And they need to hurry up and like, hey, we need to fill these slots in. Just oh, shove these nurses in. That makes in. sense. And now you got a bunch of nurses who make it you kill people. Y'all better to Google. That has like 10% knowledge of act- the actual career and shit. Uh, we live in a world where we might have to Google our symptoms. It's going to be horrifying. Or YouTube how to fix ourselves. To be like, I didn't learn this in school. And the patient's like, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I see I see how y'all roll on TikTok. I get like, it. No shit. I understand. <laughs> All right, so like, uh, you know how the knowledge is passed down by these punks <laughs> in these temples. Like, however, like in our current age, like the knowledge is now available for everybody to learn. Okay, like you can actually like you can, you can learn about this knowledge like buying a book off of Amazon. Mm. That's how much information has been spread out throughout the, this whole world. Like since like the people in Tibet. Just do books. Not just Tibet. Like, there's other sacred temples I just don't know. Like, yeah, for I, sure. Just around the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying Tibet because, to me, I, I understand. Like, yeah, you just say more in there. That's what you know more about. Yeah, it. like, I know like, that's the spot for, like, when people go for lightning and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Steve Jobs went to Tibet. Came back. Came back, took over, back his company. Apple phone. <laughs> and blew that shit up. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm back. Taking over my company back. This was never yours. It's my company. And he blew that shit up. Got a little pep talk for the for the monks, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm back, baby. Like usually, like the stories like that, like you you'll see people like they completely like they're on top of the world and they fall off of life and like 
attitude what's the meaning of life period like why am i grinding bust my ass to make like this big ass successful company and then like for what and the next thing you know you get fired from your own company and then like what is life for you know like what is this whole what's the whole purpose then this is when they get into the stage where they start looking for answers and then like steve jobs is like all right um what's the first place like where people go like try to get like uh spiritual enlightening enlightenment or whatever mm-hmm. so he goes to like tibet tibet mountains and stuff and then he went up there i guess he he did everything that they did like in their culture and stuff and then he learned like various ways of different techniques for meditation and stuff and then i don't know what happened to him but something like he tapped into something to where he was like oh shit i understand now and then that's when he went back to his company. With a brand new, with a brand new look. It was the a whole new model. Steve Jobs. A whole because yeah, yeah. I heard the old Steve Jobs was mean. Like he, yeah, I heard he was a piece of shit, shit on man. his employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he was rough. I heard he was like a hard guy to deal with. That's with why they, they had to fire him. They're like, dude, you're you're scary, man. Man, you scared the shit out of all of us. You supposed to be. <laughs> Hey, you scary <laughs> boss. Yeah, like, he was literally the whole company is like, hey, like you're you became a problem. Like you're. Can't be coming in here. This office all fucking jacked up on cocaine, candy, whatever. It's like, you know what? We uh, we we just sat around the table. Uh, well, we don't think we like you anymore. We gotta go. You mean like? What you call me that one day? That hurt. <laughs> I went home. I told my wife about it. My wife started making fun of me. You know, and my kids heard it. Now they're making fun of me. Now like, they making fun of me. Damn, Steve Jobs! Like you ruined my life. <laughs> We're gonna vote you out of the office. You can't vote me out Like this is my company They voted him we out We got a board That boy gone We have a board That's why we have board members My man Steve's like man Fuck this shit man I gotta go find enlightenment Suicide No 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 I need to go find something else I need to go find life <laughs> What is life Yeah so he came back And took over his whole company back But yeah so like nowadays right You know how All the knowledge is kept secret It's all available to everybody now um, One of the reasons why she said, like, the information is coming out to the public more now. It's because she said the veil right now is, is thinning, like, between this reality and other realities. It's really thin now. So, like, a lot of people, she's saying they're experiencing a lot, like, awakening and their vibrations and frequencies. Like, a lot of people, they're being raised on the higher frequency now. That's why you're seeing, like, a lot of these, uh, I don't know, like, yoga studios being transformed into, like, a meditation retreat. You know, yeah. I don't know, like, not all of them are, like, legit, but I know some. Yeah. Some are, are legit where they're actually really trying to help people and not just trying to make money off of them. Yeah, it used to be, like, a spot where it'd be, like, a, the corner of the gym or whatever that you guys set up classes for. Now it's a retreat. So it's, like, expanded in far as... Yeah, it'd be hey, like... Uh, bring yeah. bring your friends, bring your girl. Like, let's clear your minds out. And you, you, you have a whole weekend to do it, too. And we got, like, nature and drink... Fucking Fiji water, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, drink cave water. Cave water was that? Cave. Oh, cave water. Oh, the, the yeah, water, yeah. water. Oh, the real yeah, water yeah, from yeah. uh, it's cold, colder than anything Straight we can make from a uh, dinosaur's mouth. <laughs> well, yeah, like you see, like a, a lot of stuff like that. Where they have like uh, meditation studios, and they even have like retreats, like ayahuasca retreats. Like what I heard, like Florida actually have uh, a church for ayahuasca. Really, that place? And they have Florida? like a yeah, yeah. Shocked it would have that. <laughs> yeah, then they have like a doctor on board to where you know they check like your everything, your blood pressure, like 
oh, are you taking medication they, serious they make sure like you're like a you know like somebody who, who can actually take a psychedelic and still live that makes sense man it's like when you go to doctors they always want to check your blood pressure or whatever what you go through right. they just gotta make so sure serious. Like, you're yeah. safe because there was like an instance that happened where there was like a, a ayahuasca ceremony where somebody took the ayahuasca and they end up passing away Ain't and then ready, they end man. up finding out like their medical records and stuff like oh this person wasn't even suitable for any type of psychedelic mind-altering drug you know like his um, body was too weak man yeah and not I, because like i you think they're under just... like a lot of medication too to where it just didn't mix so maybe it was like mm. an, a confliction with... i'm pretty sure you gotta cleanse your body right before you even <clears throat> yeah like the whole idea this like a real ayahuasca trip they make sure like um like you really cleanse, like you didn't eat for like for a few days, and then you oh, go into man. the jungle on an empty stomach. That's gonna be yeah. Horrible. And then like you're vulnerable, like you're dirty. You didn't take a shower. You're in the jungle, like all your like because like a lot of celebrities they go do that shit and yeah, they man. try to look cute the whole time. No, by the time they take ayahuasca, they all look like shit and they smell okay. and they're vulnerable. They're like, hey, um, I'm sorry if I just took a shit in the temple, but my my bad. But the whole reason is to be like vulnerable and be like your complete full self where you know no one's gonna judge you and then that's when you your whole real trip starts so then you get to see what no, it's like on the other side. No no mind altering stuff going in, just clear, clear mind, clear body. Yeah, they know like if you're like using drugs and stuff, like a lot of, a lot of people they, they get they get purged to where most of them they would throw up like a whole bunch of shit. They start throwing up, blah, 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 blah. Then, boom, they all jump into a trip. Mm. But they all go through that nasty throwing up stuff. The buys rejecting, like, the medicine. And then, at the same time, they're tripping out with the ayahuasca. She's saying, like, yeah, I know what you did. You you snuck in that marijuana. You try to smoke that shit around me, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I got you. Like, you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. And then, boom, throw, like, his whole life history in front of his face. And then like, holy shit, how do you know I'm like this, you know? How do you know I'm just a scumbag? Like, I know everything, young man. Know everything about your whole life. Know everything. Like, watch this. They start showing off. Making shit happen in real life. Mm. You're like, watch this, watch this branch. Yeah, they started making you, like, uh, connecting, like, um, like, if you're having, like, a spiritual, like, like, psychedelic trip, right? They would connect your trip with another person's trip. And then you two at the end will talk about the same thing. But hey, man, you was there too. Hey, that was you and shit. We linked up. <laughs> yeah, they would have like a, they were synchronized trips. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when you know that shit's super real. When another person experienced the same thing you did, and that's when it gets scary to where you back off of this life a little bit. You're like, hey, what's really going on? You know, it's like it's gotta be like one of them things where you come across like, from a real world perspective, like you come across a friend at a grocery store. <laughs> Hey, how's it going, man? But on a different level. It was way different level. Completely different level. Way, <clears throat> way different. But yeah, so like, uh, so the sacred knowledge that came out of these temples were, it's called sacred geometry. I really don't want to get into this sacred geometry, man. It's so complicated. Sacred geometry. Damn, like the whole shit, like how the podcast started, and then our podcast, half of it got destroyed. I can't even jump into that same shit again. Sure. I'm down for it, man. I don't even want to talk about the lady named Terry who who breed horses, but then she ended up going through like a hypnosis. 
Oh my god. That's a yeah, let's just jump in your story. This podcast is like no man. It went it went to shit. All right, we're gonna jump to the next story. Maybe I can continue this story on the next show or something. Part two. That threw off everything for me. Man, we had a good roll on that, man. Yeah, it was good. This was good. All right, so let me start my shit. Let me get my. Notes. All right, we're gonna jump into the dancing plague with Chris Unholy. All right. I then like whatever, like I listen to like, if the playback, whatever. Then I'll try to stitch it together, redo it or something. Okay. Do like a side recording, talking by myself. <laughs> so, just yeah. to fix it. Yeah, as you're saying, like uh, adding your own stuff. <laughs> all right, um, all right, folks. So next topic we got tonight, a random topic I came across, but it's a very good one. So, um. Basically, back in 1518, there was a thing called the Dancing Plague, right? So, in the summer of 1518, the Dancing Plague in the Holy Roman City called Strasbourg, which is now modern-day France, um, saw about 400 people dancing uncontrollably in the streets. And it to this day, is still a mystery. And it went on for months, too. I think it went on for, like, several months of people just, like spontaneously dance it's like a flash mob mm-hmm. but <laughs> they don't stop but it don't stop it went on for like two months where people were just dancing on the street but it's on like uh july 14th 1518 with a woman named frau trophia um basically she she was like this german born woman she was a german born housewife who had a husband and whatnot and one day she just woke up and then out of nowhere just started dancing like went in the street just started dancing kept dancing kept dancing and people walking past like what's wrong with her she was dancing all damn day and then she went on to bed later exhausted mm-hmm. and then the next day she just woke up she went back out in the street and started dancing again like from my, from my understanding like she woke like up with no music no music like she woke up the next day from dancing the day prior she woke up and started like tapping her foot just start tapping her foot, and then all of a sudden, like she started getting like some rhythm, and then this this is when she got out of bed, and then she went back on the street, started dancing again. And while this was all going on, um, people were walking past, and then throughout the course of her just dancing and dancing and dancing, other people started joining her, started going over. So they got like in that trance. Yes, they got like sucked into it, and they all started dancing Damn. along with her. So they started dancing, and then over time, it started building up to where four hundred people within the town. Started dancing with her throughout the entire town. And everyone was confused on why the hell are these people dancing their asses off? And so, basically, once we get to a point where the the, 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 the church started to step in, try to figure out if it was like demon possession. and uh, Meanwhile, they're still dancing? Meanwhile, they're still dancing. Dancing to their feet was bleeding. People were passing out, but everyone was just dancing their ass off and so the church went up stepping in and they try to figure out this way of uh how do we deal with this and churches back then were wild they thought doctors and churches were the worst back then because if there's if you was a little off it's either because you weren't religious or a lot of times uh how um a lot of doctors back then would be like hey you have too much blood in your system so they would do this thing called bloodletting where if they feel like, um, this is a term called hot blood, where back then they thought if people were acting crazy, that means like the blood within their in their brains mm-hmm. was like heating up too much and it was causing them to do hysterical shit. Mm. So they used to like split people like open like with knives and just drain their blood out to like just start going white because it's like considered bad blood. 
But yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit was like not. A, it was like a very unhealthy like thing to do because you're killing them, you're bleeding people out. But it was like, hey, bloodletting, let all this blood out, and then and of course you Chinese did do something like similar. Really? Like when you're sick, I think like they 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 do something like they prick your finger. They kind of out some bad blood, and then like uh, they wouldn't have like a stomach ache no more. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, and uh, that's how it was back then. What they was doing with that was like, hey, we're going to let some of this bad blood out. And then, because your red blood cells replenish, your blood's going to make more blood, obviously. But yeah, I learned that from like uh, Olympics. But like, was that in Olympics too? Like, like cheating, right? For Yeah, because you're. I think that's what I heard. I think like that's what They take the blood out, right? The blood replenished. They put the blood back in. Yes. And it gives them like. So more, they got double blood. Yeah. I think we talked about a couple episodes ago. Like, uh, yeah. that gives you like a boost of like oxygen or something. Yeah, shit. yeah. So they do like that, that one lap. Still doing it to this day. One real ass lap. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So they was doing bloodletting back then on some of these folks, and then uh, the church was stepping in. Was like, hey, this is like a uh, some like possession or whatever going on. And eventually, like the the churches and uh, this one guy, uh, what's his name? I don't have his name right here, but oh yeah, Parasilius. Uh, uh, he's a guy who wound showing up to the area of um, basically just wound showing up to, to the area eight years after the fact. He's like this, like this. Uh, this uh, we call it uh, basically like one of them smart dudes who just goes around. He travels and tries to gain knowledge around the world, and so he actually wound up going to Strasbourg eight years after the fact, after this whole dancing play ended. And he started doing some research and finding out that uh, okay, it started with this woman and this other thing, and so he started making up these accusations, saying that okay, uh, the lady uh, Frau uh, uh, Trophia basically making accusations towards her, saying that. Oh well, she's just a housewife who didn't want to do chores, mm. and so she started making this up. So that was one of the main things that he started spreading throughout the town. Like, yeah, it's her fault because she's just being a lazy wife. Because back then, all else fails. You blame it on women sometimes. If you ain't got women, you got black folks. But they was just trying to blame it on somebody. <laughs> they was, but they blamed it on they blamed it on a lady saying like she didn't want to do her chores, and that's why she started dancing for like days on and days out that's just, what they came up with that was their answer just like there's no other way we could figure it out like she she was just she didn't want to do a chores which is like Damn. the most that's like the most mansplaining shit <laughs> this is like before all the drugs all the cocaine all the all the stuff um and and and, and before all the type of drugs and so they did do some try to, i guess their research back then they was trying to see like okay maybe it was uh like poison wheat which is caused like I guess poison wheat back then was caused like trembles in the body. So they were saying like okay maybe the wheat is poison because in that time frame and I'll explain a little bit later in the story they was going through like a shit ton of famine in that town a whole lot. And if anybody knows about the history of like Europe, especially France when they had the bubonic plague and stuff like France was France and all of Europe like it's not as pristine as the movies make it look. Mm-hmm. Like these movies were like like back then like France and Europe and everything was like which is so strange because back then. Before all this shit, right? You had ancient Egyptian times where they were the first ones who discovered plumbing, right? Plum a whole plumbing system in Egypt, and now in fifteen some years, like fifteen hundred and something, or whatever. Then you have like in France and all throughout Europe, they was like tossing shit out of windows because like horrible plumbing systems or no plumbing system at all, and plagues were kicking off, people were dying in the street, whole types of mess going on. Um, and so what they was trying to figure out was like, okay, maybe it's like the wheat. And another accusation they was trying to figure out was, well, maybe there's like a dancing cult going on that they believe in a God is like, like cursing them over the town and whatever, whatever, and trying to like, mm-hmm. she's the catalyst of it. And that's the one who's like spreading a curse throughout the town. So they so. killed her. Um, no. So they actually, um, they actually, uh, well, before they got to the point of actually trying to cure her, 
the church was like, okay, how do we solve this? Because the church knows everything. The church was like, okay, how could we solve this? Because now we got 400 people dancing in the street and they're not stopping. Mm. And so they was like, oh, you know what? They hired like a band and they bought like a, like a little square out. And he's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to exhaust all these people out to make them dance even more. And it's to burn them out and then mm-hmm. but just by playing music. Because what they want to figure out was like, the people are dancing, but they're dancing to the music in their head. There's just people just dancing. Like, imagine walking down the street and see somebody dancing, but... But they're all beat. But the soundtrack is in their brain. Yeah. You're like, what are they doing? Like, they're like, they're not hitting the beat that we're playing. Yeah, there's like that. And, and so like when they... Oh, they're crazy. They're, they're just lunatics, maybe. And so like the church, where I'm like, like taking a band... Putting them out on the street and the band just are like just playing for them. And there's like a specific area for where they play because it's, there's a specific area where they play that. And so the band would play. And sometimes they would like play like the tempo even faster to make them dance faster because they were trying to exhaust them. And then they realized it wasn't working because these people were like feet were bleeding, people were getting sores, people started dropping dead. They said like on average, like 15 people were dying a day. Doing his dancing plague. 50? 15. 15. Like people just dropping dead, having heart attacks, all types of cardiac issues because they were just like dancing nonstop. Mm. And they still can't figure it out. So then the church was like, you know what? We need to take these bands away because we're getting more people dancing. So basically they banned music in the entire town. They just banned music. So if you play music, yeah. you guys are going to jail. So they like went from one extreme to the other. <laughs> there was they was still there was like kind of like this troubleshooting this shit. <laughs> Yeah, and they, that's, and, that's horrible. And they couldn't figure out which way to go. And so what they started doing, um, they eventually took the lady and they actually wound up taking her to, to the, uh, I guess like a like a mountaintop area or whatever. And um, they basically, uh, they they basically uh, prayed over her to uh, St. Vit- uh, Vitus, who was actually like this little boy back doing like a 303 AD. He was like a Sicilian St. Martyr. Um, this is like this is who they like they because you know you got like different martyrs and stuff because I guess people who died in like martyrdom ways back then they worship too as like as, as like a, a hey martyr that died because mm-hmm. even like, this boy I'm gonna explain he was a real boy that actually died during like um the great uh what's it called uh it's like the great persecution mm-hmm. back during when Rome was like going around just killing Christians left and right there was just wiping out christians and he was like a little boy that was murdered when he took his body or they beat him and tortured him and he was like 12 or 13 they beat and tortured the boy and they put him like in a in this cauldron of hot lead and after they took him out the hot lead they fed him to lions damn and then so this is when the story of religion kind of steps in i believe the boy did die like this but because he died in such a horrible way um they made him into a martyr where he's now like somebody you kind of like like there's been sayings of the reason why this this dancing play broke out. Someone saying like this is the boy's revenge against the whole mm. area, or it's kind of like basically like they want curing people with this whole dancing plague because they did they start taking people up to the top of this mountain area and they were putting blessings on him from Saint Vitus. Um, so some people say like he's the cause of the plague. Some people saying he's the one that cured it, but it's like. Either way, it's like some little boy that was murdered, and people was like, "Oh my God, he did a horrible boy!" And people started worshiping this kid. Uh, but it, but the, after the boy was murdered, the legend started of how after he got pulled out of the uh, the hot molding lead in the cauldron, instead of like him being eaten by lions afterwards, the story. This is an urban legend now, or a legend they had back then that the boy, uh, the lions actually like licked the lead off his skin, 
and cleaned them. And he came out to, he was unharmed. And he wanted to become like this martyr to bless people with healing and all sorts of stuff. So doing this, and, and one of the main things he dealt with with healing was like dealing with dealing with trembles or any type of like like disease that caused the body to tremble. And so that thing from lead poison, right? I guess <laughs> <laughs> you would think, right? Like it makes kind of sense. <laughs> and so like so when um old girl who was patient zero that started all of this they took up to the mountaintop they did a blessing on her and then these people started getting cured after that i guess so i was like hey this is like the healing boy that actually died but he's like a martyr that we like we bless ourselves to to we call him when we need stuff um so that was that was basically what they lean into and this 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 boy Basically, like, and and this only, and I mind you too, this only lasted for like two months. But it was just like this frenzy of people just dancing and dancing. But they had it all documented. Had it all documented. Like, uh, they started going through the research and stuff, and there's no answers on why it started or how it started, but it happened. Like, people documented it and stuff. Like I said, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Paracilius, who was like this. Uh, uh, I can't think of the damn name right now, but it's just a scholar type person that was traveling the world. Mm-hmm. He had went there eight years after the fact, and he like wrote down his notes on eyewitness accounts and stuff. So it was only eight years removed from what happened. And people were still there, like, yeah, man, that shit was crazy, man. Like, people just started dancing randomly, and he was getting eyewitness accounts. And then, so when people look back on it now, there's like grabbing the records and like, oh shit, this has really happened. Now, how it happened and how it ended, the stories are kind of mixed up. But it was a time where people were just dancing in the street till their feet was bleeding dying and whatnot in france and in, in, in france and um a lot of times they too they try to go down to like okay what was the causes of this and one of it was like uh like i said like poison grain was uh an option that a lot of these these doctors and stuff were leaning into another one was a uh, uh epilepsies and like i said the dance cult um uh but i, I and i kind of agree with this too where they said this might be the biggest reason why um, it was basically just simply like mass hysteria. Like mm. people just start losing their minds because in that time frame, cause this is in 1518 when this happened um, in that time frame, uh, that city actually went through like four serious famines in between 1492 and 1511. And it was like thousands of people just like just hundreds of people just getting killed by starving out and dying. Um, you're back in that time frame. Like I said, disgusting. There was no sewage system. So people throwing shit out the window, um, that's how bubonic play was started over there. Uh, there was body, like, they talked about even too where when stuff was kicking off, they they didn't want burning the bodies, so bodies was just laying in the street dead. Mm. Uh, a- a- animals eating off of it, ants was eating off of it, all types of insect like rats was eating it. It was just a mess over there. So they was getting to the grind of just like a disgusting world where uh, these people didn't know how to like deal with bodies and stuff, and it just kept carrying on and on and on. And they were saying like because, and also too with the famine, which is like basically low, like low, like you know, food shortages. And then that was another thing that happened in 1516. Food prices went up, and so people that was already poor they couldn't afford to eat. Plus the famine, and they said like in 1517, a year before people started dancing around in town, um, they actually got their fifth famine, which killed the most people. So by the time 1518 rolled around. Uh, they're drawn to the fact that maybe everybody just lost their damn mind and it was like it wasn't just her it was just like because like back then because so people was probably like relying so much in religion that when they started losing their mind they probably thought they was being possessed mm. and they and but it mainly just because like they just probably just maybe just psychologically just like lost touch of reality because it was a depressing time back then man it was nobody was able to they weren't like doctors running around the doctors they had back then was cutting people and bleeding them out <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This, this is what they had. So it's yeah, they didn't know any better. They don't know no better. And it's like these people that was left to live in these type of areas, 
the the story that they explain about Master Sarah being the real thing, I probably believe that the most, even more than a any kind of supernatural angle, only because during COVID out here in America, how people lost their fucking mind for two years just to have to stay inside, just to stay inside the house. Imagine that shit back then when it was like way crazier and there was like no type of yeah where there's no information man no information yeah nothing so I, that's I, it's just, just what you see with your own eyes yes and you see people just dying and also too they was having an issue in that town too where the orphanage in that town was actually uh it was uh it was it was it was it was, it was, it was too many people there it's too many kids in the orphanage because a lot of parents were getting wiped out through all these families and all that so i think they had like 300 kids more in the orphanage than they were supposed to so that was another thing that was a problem with the town. So you had a bunch of orphans in the orphanage stuck there and couldn't do nothing. It was, the town was just depressing. It wasn't like no beautiful Eiffel Tower in the distance and right on the boat with your girl down some mm-hmm. river. And it was like shit everywhere. I heard it's still kind of shit. Really? I haven't been to France. I always want to go. I heard it's dirty like in the daytime like Vegas. I could probably see that, man. Yeah. I could definitely see I mean, that. I don't know. That's what I heard. Yeah, Vegas can be messy. Don't, don't attack me. <laughs> this is what I heard about, man. But yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, that was basically my short story right there. That was it. Is Because uh, like I said, they never discovered or found out how it happened. It just happened. People started dropping dead. It just ended, it, it ended as suddenly as it started. Just random. And to, I don't think they're ever going to find out. Yeah, that is a wild story. And I'm wondering if like people, you know, like... Do they 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 tell this story like to certain generations like oh yeah like back in my great 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 grandmother mm-hmm. like they had this thing where people were dancing on the street until they died and stuff just like, died do, you, to their do you think they still tell that like, story this tale like, for sure man I, even when I first heard about this story just Sunday and I looked it up and and then I saw there was like YouTube videos of it, like with millions of views I'm like oh this is this is new to me but apparently this is other people know about this stuff and there's maybe yeah. there's probably more people over there that you think like the people that has actually heard that story like in real life they they look at shows where they talk about it like oh shit that's the story like my 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 my, my, my grandma told me to talk about that <laughs> my meemaw told me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah so, but yeah yeah that's how dancing plague craziest shit i didn't never knew this was a thing like when you said that the first thing i thought of was like um you know what they do in louisiana um, with the beads oh Mardi Gras Mardi Gras that's what I was thinking people dancing in the street I was like okay Mardi Gras show us your tits yeah they're drinking out on the streets just dancing all night that was the first thing like I thought of when you said that people were just dancing until they died I thought of like Louisiana <laughs> just <laughs> when the saints go marching in and then everybody just yeah <laughs> with the skeletons and shit I'm like oh okay I didn't know it was like a story like in in like France yeah that was real shit that was just dropping dead from dancing man it was like the most extreme version of Footloose. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It was crazy as hell. That is wild. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> we can end this episode because really I want to like backtrack, see what the hell happened. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah it's going to show one. Sorry, guys. It's got to be a little short one tonight. I think we still got like enough stuff. But yeah, like the, that whole shit threw me off. The whole episode being cut in half. Yes. While I was like spilling my heart and shit. Dude, that was good shit, man. Like, and this one time in band camp, <laughs> all that was like, wasn't even recorded. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, we thank everybody for joining us. Road Jam, thank you for uh, joining always, us tonight. Always, Road Jam. Thank you. We'll catch everybody next week on Tuesday. Peace out. Adios. See you guys.